You Want to Start a Podcast is a podcast featuring us. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And on this show, we're discussing the fundamentals of creating a podcast. And we're going to demonstrate the benefits a podcast can bring to your organization. So do you want to start a podcast? Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to You Want to Start a Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm David. On our last show, we talked about the basics of podcasting, specifically about different formats, the type of content, and how for-profit, non-profit, and public sectors typically use podcasts. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the practical considerations of producing a podcast. And basically, when you and I were planning this podcast, we had a set of topics yeah. that we felt that listeners needed to know in order to plan and conceptualize and produce a podcast. But what we were talking about was before you get into any of that, it's important for listeners to know what you need to have from people to resources and equipment to really produce a great podcast before you even start planning. Exactly. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the two practical sets of considerations, basically two multifaceted questions that you or your team should answer before you start even planning the actual podcast. The first is, am I going to produce this podcast myself or am I going to have a professional help me? And the second, do I have the knowledge, resources, time and equipment to make a podcast that will sound good and achieve my goals? Like most multimedia projects, creating a podcast requires a lot of effort, dedication, and technical skills just to produce it. So answering those questions is going to help you and your team get aligned on the work to come. And this is super important because there are factors in those two questions that determine what your podcast is going to be before you even decide on the creative content. From what podcast formats are possible within your parameters, let's say your budget, your equipment, the resources, to how good your podcast is going to sound, to how frequently you'll be able to even publish your episodes. So Jason, why don't we start with that first question? Am I going to produce this podcast myself or with my team? Or am I going to have someone help me? Yeah, great. So let's start with the basic distinction between producing it yourself or having a professional producer, right? So for the sake of this conversation, we're going to say that producing it yourself or DIY podcasting is done by you or your team, and you've never produced a podcast before. Uh, you may have varying levels of experience in other multimedia production, but not audio podcasting in particular or something similar like radio. Now, professional podcast producers are individuals or companies that have extensive experience, not only producing podcasts themselves, but producing and publishing shows for maybe other clients. And chances are good that most of the podcasts that you listen to regularly are professionally produced. And you've also probably heard podcasts that are DIY produced that sound great. So when we say producing yourself or DIY podcasting uh, versus professional podcasting. It's not to say that you can't make a great podcast yourself. It just means there is a distinction between the two. Something to keep in mind when you hear a DIY podcast that sounds great is there's a lot of factors which likely made that possible. First, the producer or the team likely has some experience with audio recording or production or has the technical skills to master them. 
And another factor for a DIY podcast could be that it's produced with the luxury of unlimited time where there aren't really any deadlines, right? Or the frequency can be as loose as needed to make it sound great. That's right. Now, one of the other things also is DIY produced podcasts generally do not have a business or organizational objective. But if you do hear a DIY produced podcast from a business or an organization, chances are high that it's being produced by a marketing team that has highly experienced creative people who produce these communication assets in-house every day. So for listeners thinking about doing it yourselves, uh, whether you're an individual or a team, let's go through the pros and cons of DIY podcast producing. So we'll start with the pros. First of all, you will save money. Second of all, you can work at your own pace, meaning you are not beholden to a shared production calendar with another team. And for a creative team, DIY production is a low-risk investment. It usually gets easier approval from leadership or stakeholders. However, the cons to producing yourself with or without a team is the podcast is probably going to sound exactly like you produced it yourself, which could be good, but it's usually not great. And poorly produced or amateur sounding podcasts rarely hook listeners or build an audience. If you think to yourself about when you hear a bad podcast, you are not going back to listen to more. It's also a significant time investment to produce a podcast if you're doing it yourself or doing it with a team. And it's probably a more significant time investment to learn the craft, to learn the software. And because of that, the episodes are going to take longer to produce with potential gaps in publishing. Whereas with a professional, you do not have these gaps. As we mentioned earlier, most podcasts for business organizations and institutions are professionally produced. So let's talk about the pros of having a producer produce your podcast. First of all, the quality of a professionally produced podcast is vastly superior than if you're doing it yourself, especially for the first time. And that quality affects listenability, and it influences listeners' opinions about not only the podcast, but the host and the subjects of the podcast. You're not going to tune in to a bad-sounding podcast. A higher quality podcast increases the ability to attract higher quality guests, which ultimately expands the reach of your podcast. Another technical consideration of podcasting is not as obvious, and that is how to set up the podcast to be published. A professional podcast producer can certainly help you with that. So those are mostly technical considerations that improve the overall quality of this and the sound of the podcast. But there are other factors at play here. Professional podcast producers are also really good at conceptualizing podcasts, which help you translate your ideas into a program that achieves your objectives, which of course means that helps you build credibility with your existing clients and reach more clients. Now that's a great list of pros to having a podcast professionally produced, but let me bring us down a little bit right now. You're bringing me down. <laughs> there are some cons uh, to having a podcast professionally produced, and you might actually describe them better as being barriers as opposed to cons, but there are a few and we'll talk about them right now. The first and biggest one is it might be out of your budget, which again, not quite a con, but a barrier. Now, that also indirectly ties into the second con or barrier, which is outside producers may not immediately understand the intricacies of your business or impact and may have trouble translating that into the podcast. Now, this is where your choice of a producer will make a difference as more skilled producers are marketers or they have experience in storytelling and they can find and promote the value proposition of the subject or project that you're working on easier. And the last con or barrier to having a professionally produced podcast is that you are on a shared production schedule. And what that means is if you delay or you cancel recording sessions or any other part of the production process, 
uh, it's going to extend your budget and you're going to miss publishing deadlines. But that's it. Those are the only barriers to having a professionally produced podcast, in our opinion, at least. So there you have it. If you want to save a little money and maybe you don't want to be tied to such a tight production schedule, you could try producing a podcast yourself. But if you're looking for a high quality product, I think the verdict's in. Going with a professional podcast producer is going to give you a better product and a better chance at achieving your goals. Okay, so now we're at the second set of considerations, that next big question. Do I have the ability, resources, and time to make a podcast that will achieve my goals and sound good too? And this is where we assess our capacity to produce a podcast. You have to make these assessments whether you're going to DIY produce your podcast or hire a professional to help you. Now, Jason, you and I take this step with every new client because we're a service provider. And like any service provider that's starting a project, you have to complete a needs assessment and a responsibility matrix that helps us determine what are the roles and the tasks that are assigned to those roles, who is going to do what, and how much bandwidth and time is needed. So the first role is to prioritize the producer because this person leads the overall direction of the podcast with the creative team, if there is one, and project manages the entire production. The producer is a big job, and if you hire a professional, they're going to be responsible for almost all of it. Depending on the type of podcast you make, some of these tasks may not be applicable, but most of them are part of producing any type of podcast. Let me run through them for you. A producer has to conceptualize and organize ideas into topics. A producer defines and engineers content to achieve your objectives. They write show outlines and script episodes. They contact and book guests for interviews. A producer also aligns hosts and all guests on the questions and the topics prior to the recording. It's called pre-production. Producer sets up equipment and recording spaces. The producer records the audio, guides the hosts and guests as needed during the sessions. Producer also sources the theme music. Then catalogs and uploads recordings for the editor, writes show notes, and collects the guests' links for the show description for each episode. Fixes the roof. <laughs> Yeah. Changes the tires on the car. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Definitely a big role. And you know who else has a pretty big role in producing a podcast? The host. Let me run down quickly what a host's responsibilities are in the podcast. Now, the host is going to be the main personality of the show. They're the ones that are narrating, they're talking, they're interviewing, they're joking, and they're being the voice that your listeners are going to connect with. Now, they need to have a clear voice and be comfortable on the mic. They have the ability to sound unscripted even when they're reading copy. They can maintain a constant energy during lengthy recording sessions because oftentimes when you're recording, you're recording more than one episode in a recording session. So it could be hours and you need to maintain a level of energy. They're the person that's most closely associated with the podcast. So it's great if they're charismatic and they have a connection to the subject. However, a connection to the subject is not absolutely necessary. There's a lot of great podcasts, and it's usually ones with bigger budgets, that hire professional broadcasters and journalists and actors uh, who don't really have any connection to the subject, but just sound good doing their job. So you don't always have to have that connection, but it's good to have it. 
And lastly, the host needs to be able to commit to the recording schedule. And this is really important, uh, particularly if you're a company or an organization and you're going to have one of your employees or a member of your team be that voice. They need to be able to commit to a recording schedule because the consistency of the host is really important to establish that connection with the audience. Yeah, for sure. Now, looking at the technical side of things, the role with the most specialized skill set would be the editor. The editor not only requires technical know-how and editing experience, but also a high degree of creativity and problem solving. So here's what an editor is responsible for. They have to review all the individual recordings and clean them up, right? So that's like making adjustments, volume, uh, removing noise from the background, that sort of thing, making the, the audio broadcast ready. Editors need to, what else? Edit. edit. Or cut the program down to a particular length, maybe edit the show as necessary to advance the narrative or create what we call breathing room. An editor is also responsible for constructing the intro or the outro used in each episode. That includes the theme music and the narrator, and in addition, any kind of music breaks that happen throughout the episode. And finally, the editor exports drafts of the show so people can review it uh, and then make changes based on feedback, and then finally export the final audio product um, and tag that, get it ready for publication. And a lot of that's going to sound technical, to our listeners, and that's because, because it, it is. is. <laughs> okay, so there is one final role, and that's the marketer. And their responsibilities are focused on launching a new podcast and then promoting all the subsequent episodes. So the marketer creates the podcast brand. That's basically the visuals that will identify the program on all platforms and the promotional visuals called thumbnails for each episode. The marketer is also responsible for establishing the podcast on a hosting service, which is where the episodes are stored and where the streaming services such as Apple and Google and Spotify actually link to your episodes. A good marketer or marketing team is going to coordinate the promotion of each episode drop with the social media accounts of the guests that were on the episode or the stakeholders of your organization or your company. And one last important responsibility for marketers has to do with something that we talked about in the previous episode of this podcast. We spoke about podcasts as content pillars, and that is content that can be segmented and multiplied into more content pieces. And this is the domain of the marketer or marketing team. They know how to use the episodes as content pillars, pulling clips from each episode to create a cadence of new content like blogs or social media posts. So Jason, we've just covered the roles and responsibilities, uh, but that's only one part of that second question. We also have to look at the resources, right? And what is needed to create a podcast. Yep. And these resources are required, whether you're producing your podcast by yourself or you're hiring a professional to do it for you. We'll start with budget. The biggest resource needed, particularly if you're hiring a professional, is your budget. So like every type of marketing service, the cost will land on a spectrum from very inexpensive to very expensive. And the caveat is you get what you pay for. There are budget lines for each phase of production. And depending on your situation, you may only need professional help on the technical aspects, such as recording and editing and the final files, maybe not on the concepting, producing or marketing. Another resource needed is a good episode map and well-written scripts or outlines. All the episodes in a podcast are going to follow what we call an episode map which is the content plan for all the episodes in your series. And each episode in the series is going to need either 
an outline of the subjects that are going to be covered by the host and guests. And these outlines include the topics of conversation and prompts for discussion, or a script, which is the scripted dialogue, uh, which is more precise and leaves room for hosts to riff, but is basically the content written out. And we'll talk about the considerations of using outlines or scripts in a later episode, but it's important to understand right now their existence as a resource that's needed to produce a podcast. Now let's talk about the equipment, software, and the technical knowledge that you need to make a podcast. Just like a budget for professional production services, technical resource costs and the cost of equipment is highly variable. Good equipment and software are obviously going to yield well-produced professional sounding podcasts. However, you don't necessarily need to spend a lot of money to record a podcast if you're going the DIY route and you don't have much budget. We're going to discuss specific options for DIY and professional equipment in another episode. But right now, let's just focus on the general equipment requirements and the recording situations where they're used. The first and most obvious equipment you're going to need are microphones and an audio interface if you have more than one. You'll need one microphone per person that is appearing on your podcast. Don't share microphones. So if your podcast only features your voice, you only need one microphone, and you will likely not need an external audio interface. That's a device that allows you to record several different microphones at the same time. The quality of your microphone is going to impact the technical quality of your podcast more than anything else. So if you are producing an interview or discussion format podcast and the host and the guest will be talking in person in the same space, you're going to need two or more microphones and that external audio interface. If you're producing an interview or discussion format podcast and the guests are remote, you may only need your own microphone as long as you have realistic expectations that the guest is going to have a decent microphone as well. And that's a great place to segue into another resource that's needed, and that's software. Now, producing a podcast requires recording and editing software, which will capture the sound from your microphones into the sound files, which you'll then edit into a produced podcast. Now, there are different software programs to record audio on your computer and edit the sound files depending on your situation. Some only record one microphone at a time, while others allow you to record several people simultaneously on different tracks. If you're going to produce your own podcast and don't have money for software, there are freeware options available. However, it's more challenging to properly produce and export a show with freeware if you're doing anything other than a show that features just yourself talking. If your podcast is going to have guests, your software needs will be different depending on how you plan on recording. Now, finally, we need to talk about space and conditions. Now, this may sound like a trivial matter. <laughs> like, just go set up a mic in a room and start recording, right? Right, right. But where you record and what a producer and a host do to prepare for the recording can make the difference between a great-sounding podcast and one that might, frankly, be unusable. Where you record is important for three reasons. The first is noise control. As much as possible, you want to avoid outside noise or excessive room noise while you're recording. This might include other people's voices in the vicinity of the recording or things like the air conditioning or electrical appliances that are running. Even street noise outside your window can interfere with your recording. Extra noises in recordings are very distracting for listeners, and frankly, they're pretty difficult to get rid of. Next, you want to take into consideration the consistency in sound. It's important to try to use the same space and the same conditions every time you record. That way, your podcast sounds consistent. Unless your podcast is about the ambient audio experience of your travels or going to different spaces, the differences in sound quality and ambient noise are something to avoid for sure. And finally, you need to have a recording mindset. As a host, you want to bring your A-game every time you sit down in front of the microphone, not just for yourself, but for your guests. 
Professionalism definitely matters, and your guests will pick up on the way you handle yourself in front of a microphone. So sitting on a couch in your living room, jostling your computer, moving your microphone around, right, conducting an interview with background noise is amateurish, and your guests and listeners are definitely going to notice that and probably tune you out. And that's why we consider the space and the recording conditions to be a resource in podcasting, because preparing the recording space is paramount to capturing great audio. And a good producer and host will have full control over their space. So here we are. After finishing each part of those two questions, and those questions again are, am I going to produce this podcast myself, or am I going to have a professional help me? And number two, do I have the knowledge, resources, time, and equipment to make a podcast that will sound good and achieve my goals? Hey, folks, that's it for this episode. And we just really want to say thanks for listening. And we really appreciate your time. We know there's a lot of podcast options out there. And we a lot of podcasts. There's 5 million podcasts out there. So we're glad you're listening to this one today. Be sure to check out the rest of the episodes in the series. We're going to walk you through our process to creating a podcast from planning to production and hopefully encourage you to begin your own podcast journey. You want to start a podcast is a production of So Good Media. At So Good Media, our mission is to make podcasting accessible and easy for any size organization or business. And in our work, we help a lot of small to mid-sized companies develop their multimedia strategies and produce their content. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. You can visit us online at sogoodmedia.studio, where you can find the show notes for this episode and explore all the work we do here at So Good Media. Thanks for listening.